Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and joining me, I can't believe it, I have a guest joining me right now to talk some TV. It is uh, my sister from another mister. It is Miss Stephanie. How are you, darling? I'm good. How are you? I am just awesome because we're talking about <laughs> uplifting TV. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very, very happy TV, I think. This is... <laughs> This is definitely not the not the funnest one, is it? <laughs> no, and I'm glad this is the one we start with, right? Yeah. Set the tone. Well, that's it. And the tone, of course, is death. <laughs> Doctor death, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Steph, for people that don't know, Doctor, there's two Doctor deaths out there on Peacock. There is an actual documentary that's like long; it's four or five parts. And then there's the acted documentary about the guy from the real documentary. And I don't know about you, but watching this made me never, ever, never, never want to go to the fucking doctor again. There will be no surgeries in my future. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's there goes that boob job. <laughs> yeah, boob not, job. There goes anything. <laughs> you know what? I've got a bum knee right now that could probably use a scalpel to it. I'm like, fuck no, <laughs> not after no. this guy. I mean, for for people that don't know the backstory about this guy, this this is a real guy, Doctor Christopher Dunch. He was in Texas, and um. The guy did like 38 surgeries and killed or maimed 33 patients. Just it's like serial killer level awful. Mm. And for the life of me, I, I can't even figure out if this guy was doing it on purpose or if he just was really, really shitty. You know, I, I, I'm curious for you before we even get into the show itself. What watching the thing when you watched it from start to finish? It's what six episodes. When you were done with it, did you were you any closer to thinking this guy was an asshole that was trying to hurt people, or did you just think he was just some really terrible egomaniac guy that couldn't stop? I think that I just thought he was an asshole. <laughs> but but I thought he was I don't I think he was incompetent, but he was too um too stuck on himself to admit it. Do you think he, do you think he knew that he was incompetent though or do you cuz the way they positioned him they kept positioning him like he really really thought he was doing the right thing when he was you know st putting bolts into muscle and stuff he really seemed like he thought he was doing the right thing he had himself convinced right if you you notice it's always somebody else's fault true true every every mistake was somebody else's fault right and I think yeah. he was convinced. And that narcissist. To, well, he is a narcissist. And, and you know what, though? That scares me even more. <laughs> because, because honestly, if, if he was just an asshole that wanted to hurt people and kill people, I can live with the minute chance that one out of every 10,000 surgeons or whatever would be that guy. But the narcissist guy, I don't know how many doctors you know, like outside of outside of the doctor's office, but they're all, you know, a lead singer and doctors yeah. are definitely like lead singers. They all fucking think they know everything. They do everything perfect. Oh, yeah. you know, it's my uncle was my uncle was a doctor. <laughs> he was, was he that way? He was the smartest guy ever. 
He sure. was the only one that knew. There was no opinion except for his opinion. Right. And and that's that makes it even more scary to me that this guy, this guy Dunch, he he couldn't he knew his record. He knew that he had to keep bouncing from from hospital to hospital to little tiny surgery clinic because he kept getting his privileges pulled. And he just didn't see that it was that he was constantly, well, it's the hospital's fault. It's the, it's the, the staff's fault. It was yeah, it's the, the anesthesia. Well, but then he the said other. the one, the one hospital he blamed because they didn't have the right, the right tools. The one where he said, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do whatever. And they were like, dude, you can't do that here. And, and they were like, no, <laughs> you know, he's like, well, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, like, they told him that they weren't equipped for that. They had he had to go somewhere else to do it, and he was yeah. like, "No, I'm doing it here." Yeah, he's like, he's like, here. "Fuck it, give me a do screwdriver, it. I'll make it work." Right. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my Black and Decker right here. <laughs> exactly. It was it was craziness. This 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 guy Dunch, and it's mm -hmm. definitely scary that this guy was in the real world. Um, now let's talk about some of the stuff that this guy did. You know, he. I, I don't know. They made a bigger deal out of it than I thought it was, but he, they made a big deal about the fact that he paralyzed his best friend. And to me, that wasn't, I didn't think that was as huge of a deal as some of the other people. The one lady that came in with a sore hip or something and she ended up dead. Is yeah. Like that, far worse. Yeah, but I I kind of didn't think they made a big enough deal about it. Okay. Why? Because he showed no remorse, and I feel like that would have been more important to the court hearings that he wasn't showing remorse or anything. Like, they just – it was just right at the very end, and it was – they did show him testifying, but they didn't show enough of it, I don't think. Right. I really felt like if he would do this to his own friend, his best friend. Right. Like – Obviously, he's going to do it to people he didn't like. Sure, I don't even like looking at him. <laughs> well, but like the, him. the well the, the the sad part though about the friend, the friend protected him till the end. The, the friend was literally put in a wheelchair, couldn't move for the rest of his life, and the friend still wouldn't go all the way to say, "Yeah, this guy fucked me. This but guy fucked me up." Don't you think that that is part of the friend's personality? It's a personality flaw. I don't know some whatever, but where he's that kind of person to be victimized by the type of person the doctor is. Where right. Would, it's almost like he handpicked that guy to be his best friend because he's going to do anything for him, stand by him, and he did. Yeah. He did everything. He was his, his little bitch the whole yeah. show. He really was. Yeah, yeah. His The guy's name was Jerry in the show. Jerry. Jerry, Jerry Summers. And, and, yeah, Jerry just – you're you're right. He, it was guys like that, and maybe that's the point they were trying to make. And maybe I just didn't pick it up till literally right now. But they were trying to make the point that the people that were around him enabled him to be this guy because there was nobody close to him that just said, "Oh, oh, stop!" You know, other than his dad, that was the one guy that definitely seemed to step up and tell him to stop. And his mother, but his mother defended him to his dad, right? Yeah, exactly. So. The mother, the the dad though was pretty much like, "You're fucking up, bro. Go get another job." Because uh, there was the one scene where they showed the dad talking to him, and the dad said, 
said, what do you mean you're going to go get your license again? You need to go find another career. You need to go back to school. Yeah, and he even said in prison, he was, when he was sitting in prison, he said, maybe this is the best place for you. Sure. Because you're just going to go do it again. Yeah, and how sad is that when you're when, – can you imagine your dad telling you, yeah, prison's where you right. need to go. You need to stay behind bars. <laughs> you're kind of kooky, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that is your nuts. Mother, your mother coddled you too much and turned you into a monster. <laughs> well, she certainly did, or someone did, because Somebody. this guy is definitely a monster. Now, now for the show itself, for people that don't know, it's on Peacock if people want to watch this show. Again, it's called Dr. Death. And um, it had some big-name people in it. It definitely, yeah. you know, honestly, when these kind of shows come out, I usually ex expect it to just be a bunch of people I've never heard of, you know, mm -hmm. trying to get their break. But this wasn't. It had um, Alec Baldwin was one of the main stars as uh, Dr. Henderson. And uh, Christian Slater was in it as oh. well as Dr. Randall Kirby. Uh, good. I'm glad to see you shaking your head. I... Hated I him. Choke him. I hated him. I, I, I wanted to punch him in his throat every time he was on the scene. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, they're supposed to be two kind of opposite personalities, and they really were. Yeah. But Christian Slater's character was just over the top, and I just wanted to done. Yeah. I wouldn't want him operating on me right. either. He's a freaking spaz. Yeah. It's like he was jacked up on something all the time. Yeah, no, I agree. Been. He he was absolutely hateable, and I love him yeah. as an actor. And I I, I, I generally like every, even that dumb water movie that he made, where I forget what that was called, but they were in the they're in some town that got flooded, and the sheriff was chasing him down. This was the uh, God. This was back when I was married. I saw the driving, but I I, Ooh, I don't date I, night. Yeah, date night. Georgetta. Yeah, that that worked well. <laughs> that secured the marriage. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what this movie was called, but it was he was he was trying to get out of this town, but it was it was flooded and you know, there there was all kinds of shenanigans going on. It wasn't a great movie. I'll put it that way. It wasn't a great movie, but I liked him in it. And I generally I like him. He's always pretty good, which made I like this him better. I like him better than Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It was flip flopped. It was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Well, Alec Baldwin played the role that he, you know, normally Alec Baldwin plays kind of a sophisticated thinker guy. Mm -hmm. And that's just what he played here. He was the sophisticated well, we're going to do our research so that we can get this guy stopped. And where Christian Slater would come into every scene and be like, we got to stop him before he kills three more fucking people. You know, Quick, I mean, take a billy club to his kneecap. He'll fall down and he'll be done. Exactly. That's exactly how Christian Slater was coming off. And then Alec Baldwin would be like, no, no, we have to accumulate our statistics so that we can go to the board and have the right message. It was. And it seemed like every time that Alec Baldwin's character would get some headway with interviewing or talking to somebody else, Christian Slater's character would come in and just freaking ruin it. Sure. Because he was just like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm glad you hated him as much as I, I hated him. I hated him almost as much as I hated the, the Joshua Jackson who played uh, Christopher Dunch. Uh, 
Yeah. Now that guy was easy to hate. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was like Sopranos mom level of I was hate say, there. I was just going to say <laughs> he was Gemma hate. <laughs> yeah. Gemma hate or yeah. Janice in the Sopranos hate. Oh, pick God. one. Pick, pick some evil bitch in any, in any show. And Christopher Dunch was that yeah. hateable. Every time he was on screen, I just wanted to punch my screen every yeah. single time. He was really annoying. But they, they did a good, I thought they did a good job of telling the story. Because Now, I don't know if you did this or not, but I watched the documentary first. So I, I sort of knew what was coming a little bit. And yeah. I thought they did a good job of it. And that being said, I personally thought that this, the screenplay, the writing in this was a little bit sloppy. It just, I too. It, it felt very, they for, spent, con, go ahead. considering how many big names they had, you know, we didn't even mention Kelsey Grammer who was in this as well. Yeah. You know, he's a big name too. He was the, he was the mentor guy. He, he mentored Dr. Dunch. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> yeah. Boy, but, Frazier, I mean, you really screwed that up. <laughs> exactly. Should have brought in Niles to turn it around. <laughs> right. but, Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but the I, dog. I, yeah, they 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 should have. I it just they had good people, but they just didn't put any time or effort in the script. The script felt very amateur to me, very low rent. Yes, and I think they spent too much time on some things and not enough time on others. Like, like and I know I'm usually a fan of the back and forth kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. this is 20 years from now. Now we're going to flash back to 15 years. Now we're going to go back 40 years. And then we're right. Gonna, you know, I'm usually fine with that. But even though they told us what year it was, I was still like, what, what? Yeah. What? what? And then well, the court trial was just like this big. Yeah. It was like, boom. Yeah. yeah it's like, okay. And like, he's guilty. You know? and we're done. <laughs> Cut. Yeah. We got to go. Yeah. And considering they gave it, what, six and a half, seven hours of time, right. you could have dedicated the last episode to the trial. I'm pretty sure what happened was is they spent so much money on all the big names that they ran out of time and money, and they couldn't afford the rents on the studio anymore, so they just had to be done. <laughs> it could be. You know, you're, you, you could very well be right on that because they did rush through the trial. Yeah. And... And to me, that's the, you know, that's the fucking payoff of the, the payoff of this was to see this guy get life in prison. That's the money shot. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't do that at all. That was a, nope. you know, that was a dribbling dick. Yeah. I mean, it was really fucking bad. Yeah. It just was like, oh, <laughs> what happened here? I just kept waiting, you know, for the big, the big moment in the courtroom where there's, there's always some. In every TV show, when there's a courtroom thing, mm -hmm. there's that big moment where I got him. Right. You know, and everybody, oh, you mm -hmm. know, and guilty. And yeah. I'm just, I'm like waiting for it. And I'm like, oh, it's over? Yeah. Like, they, and uh, and okay. I mean, it is NBC. They, they, they've got Dick Wolf, who's written every law and order known to man. I mean, couldn't <laughs> consult with him for a minute. He was out sick. Yeah, know. he's not working on new Law and Order or something because you're law you're right. I mean, Lima, Ohio. Yeah, there you go, Lima Law and Order. <laughs> Someone stole my scarecrow. What the fuck happened? <laughs> now I got to go work at the tank plant. 
At the landing strip. <laughs> At the landing strip. I'm going to have to take my clothes off for a living. <laughs> oh, God. But, no, I, I, I'm with you, though. The, the, it was paced kind of poorly, I thought. The pacing was poor. But the script itself, I thought, was poor. And, and again, it goes back to this whole Christian Slater thing. Because they had him being such a goof, I kept getting sidetracked in the show because he was so, every time they would bring him in, he was being a fucking goof. I, w- I had to rewind quite a bit because I did the same thing when he's just going off on this rampage. I'm like, look at it. I couldn't even hear the words coming out of his mouth. No, I, I couldn't focus. And then I'm like, okay, wait, let's start this over. And yeah, it started off so slow and it just it did. ended so fast. And, it was hard to follow. It yeah. really was. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And and normally you can correct that with a good script, but yeah. they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. They did not have a good script. So they probably thought that the actors were going to carry it. No, well, and and they did really. I mean, as far as they could. I mean, notice you haven't really heard anybody talking about this show. So <laughs> yeah, right. I thought that the the surgical scenes and stuff were decent and. I like the uh the the nurse's assistant or whatever the um the black guy that was in the uh operating room with him. Oh yeah. I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know, he kept trying. Yeah, he was trying. But but again, they didn't I would like to know, you know, I know I watched the documentary and I watched the show. I would like to hear an interview with that guy to see what he really did. Because they really didn't address it in the documentary either. They just said there were complaints about Dr. Dunch from the staff. That's all they really kind of said in the documentary. And on this, you know, they made a point to say that this guy tried to stop him. But how much of that was just Hollywood stuff to to gap fill? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess to wrap this thing up, I mean, if if you were trying... Let's say that you had somebody that's a fan of ER. Do you tell them to watch this? Do you tell them they might like it if there's nothing else on, or do you tell them fucking skip it at all at all costs? Uh, nope. At all, you nope. no watch, not at all. Nope. <laughs> because shows like ER or House or something like that, they're they're more tolerable and entertaining. Like House, for example, yeah. very unlikable character. They sure. made him, he was a narcissist. He was all mm-hmm. this stuff, you know. I mean, he was a good doctor as opposed to this guy, but still, I'll watch him. Sure. <laughs> I'm not trying to look at, no, I won't watch it again either. <laughs> Never. <laughs> now, maybe somebody that likes um, documentaries and serial killers and stuff. Sure. I'll be like, oh, you can probably get into this, but he's not really a serial killer. There weren't enough deaths. Sure there were. <laughs> not deaths. Not for a serial killer, isn't it? Like supposed to be like it's only three. Oh, I thought it was more than that. No, serial killer's three. Oh, so he he was a minor serial killer. Yeah, he had he, the three. If he if and, and to me that's the part that I don't know if it's the show or if it's real life, but that whoever didn't do a good job p- positioning because they made him out. I mean, he got life in prison for. I for for what manslaughter and and you know the old lady uh elderly abuse yeah but he didn't get 
he didn't get John Wayne Gacy treatment either, which right. he, he, he really probably, and, and again, it goes back to what we started with. They didn't do a good job. Nobody seemingly did a good job of saying this guy was doing it on purpose or right. not. And maybe that's right. the moral to this is that, you know, society didn't do a good job of it. So they didn't do it in the show, but. Uh, and the schools and the hospitals didn't do a good job, and the mentors yeah. and his mother. Yeah. His a lot of failed people. His yeah. nurse. <laughs> a lot of failed people. But you guys all suck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I would I would actually now you know me. I I can't turn away a good serial killer documentary. I love it. Yeah. Keep killing. I hope there's people killing somebody today so that I can see a good documentary oh, next year. God. But <laughs> but as a fan of as a fan of what they call true crime as I am, I would tell somebody to watch the documentary first and then if you're still really interested in it, then go back and watch this because there are there are points that they didn't make in the documentary that I found interesting in this. Now whether they're true or not, I don't know. Right. But you know, sometimes when these, especially in the true crime stuff, like I'll give you one example. I, I've watched the shit out of everything on that Chris Watts guy, the guy that um, killed his wife and then took his kids and dumped them in the oil tanks. Oh, yeah. That oh. fucking psycho. <laughs> God. You know, I've watched, I, I think I've literally watched all of his investigator video of, you know, him in the, the, the interrogation room stuff with him and interviews with him and documentaries on him. I I've really invested in that guy. I would watch a documentary or a show like this on him in a minute. Yeah. Just to try and try and understand some of the stuff or, or get the replay as, as other people see it. I would probably tell people like myself that you could get some enjoyment out of this show. But for me, I'm a binge watch guy and I did not binge watch this. This well, took me like a it week. Was, it's only because it was on assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be on episode two. Homework to do. <laughs> right. Otherwise, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go watch something else. <laughs> yeah. Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right. So ultimately, we, we rank somewhere between a one and like a three <laughs> as far as out of ten. tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. if, we were, if we were doing ten, you'd give it, what, a one or a two? I would do, yeah, maybe a three. A three, and I think I would be in like... the end, it got a little more interesting. Yeah. I think I'd be like three, four range, but no higher. I mean, yeah. it just kind of, eh, is what it is. But all right, so there you go. For people that might want to watch this thing, Dr. Death, let me put the poster back thumbs up down. on... on yeah, thumbs down, <laughs> exactly. But if you do want to watch it, there it is. It's Dr. Death. It is on Peacock. It's available now. All, however many episodes there are, this thing, eight episodes. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, I know. Ten hours. That's a lot. <laughs> Ten hours plus like five more or six more of the documentary. That's a lot on Dr. <laughs> Death here. Yeah. It's about as much time as he spent killing people. Right. But, <laughs> you know, but that is, that's about it. We're, we're saying don't watch it. Um, certainly leave your, your comment or your like or dislike or whatever in the, wherever you're watching this thing, whether it's YouTube or Rumble or wherever. And um, Steph, that'll do it for this episode of Chris Aiken Presents. Um, thanks, you know, for jumping in with me and doing some TV. Sure. I'm sure we will do more. I guess.
<laughs> if I have to. This is what we do all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is just like, it, it really is. It's it's basically, a, it's like a FaceTime call instead right. of a call call. It's basically the same exact shit. So The only difference is we stayed on topic instead of changing to a different Yeah, show. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that's all right because we can, we can do that on another phone call. <laughs> okay. So anyway, this has been Chris Aiken Presents. Uh, make sure you do all the podcasty stuff. Uh, like the channel, subscribe, notification bell, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Okay? Watch it on Heavy Metal Television on Tuesdays. And uh, for Miss Stephanie, I have been Chris Aiken. And guess what, folks? I will be again tomorrow. See ya. <laughs>